You guys, you are about to dive into an incredible conversation with Jessica and myself. We had such a great conversation and I'm so excited to share this recording with you. It was all about really manifesting your dream future, but also trusting, allowing, and realizing that right now you are exactly where you are supposed to be. However, that doesn't mean that you are supposed to stay exactly where you are. Jessica is a community builder, she is a connector, and she is a business and mindset coach. Her and I connected probably about two years ago, and she just has never really left my mind. Even though we've kind of lost touch over the past couple of years, I've followed her on social, and I reached out to her just recently to start this conversation with her, and I'm really, really excited for you guys to listen in on this, and I know you are going to have so many little nuggets of wisdom. In the show notes, I am going to attach Jessica's contacts, her Facebook profile, as well as her website so you can connect with her. But we would both love it is if you took a screenshot of this episode when you were listening and tagged us both on Instagram and just let us know your takeaways. We cannot wait to hear your little golden nuggets from this. Enjoy. Okay, welcome ladies to the Fit to Be a Mama podcast. And I am so excited to be sitting here having a virtual conversation with Jessica, who, interestingly enough, we met, like, I don't even know, two years ago, maybe? I think it was two years ago, yeah. yeah. It was probably two years ago. We met on a women's retreat, and she wasn't actually part of it, but just, like, came. <laughs> she just showed up. Um, she I just, crashed it. She crashed it, and... You know, it's like one of those things where I think the universe just like puts people in front of you um, for a reason. And I, I just remember, I don't remember every single person at that retreat in as much detail as I've always remembered you and um, the conversations that we had and just your energy and the things you said. And at that, at that point, um, at the retreat, like I was so new to personal growth. I was so new to this whole world and lifestyle. And I remember just like listening to you speak and I'm like, wow, like she, she really knows what she's talking about. Like she knows what she's doing and you were so incredibly inspiring. And then, and then you left and you weren't even really part of the retreat, but you just like, <laughs> you're gone. And you know, we, we kept in touch on Facebook here and there. And I've always been able to follow you on Facebook. And then just recently, I saw that Jessica posted um, the most like incredible, raw, real live video about how she was um, leaving her corporate job and she was going to be coaching women um, full time and just like fulfilling her passion and like really just living the life that she wants to be living full time. And the live video, I had like tears in my eyes. I had goosebumps and I don't always see your stuff. Like it just happened to right. pop up in my newsfeed. And to be honest, I usually don't watch, I, I don't like screw around on Facebook and Instagram too much. Yeah. Um, I'm very yeah. purposeful. And so I watched it and again, it was like, okay, I'm supposed to be watching this for a reason. So I just reached out to you like on a whim and we had a conversation and here we are now on the podcast, but um, I'm just really excited to see where this conversation is going to go. And um, before we dive in, what I want to know from you is what does your morning routine look like? Mm, thanks, Megan. So honestly, I'm just, I love that this is recorded. And if I'm ever feeling down in the dumps, I'm just going to listen to your intro of me and be like, <laughs> damn, I am a rock star. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh my God. So good. So I love this question. You know, I'm this believer that I'm so over people telling me what something should look like. Like this is what self-care should look like. And this is what your morning routine should look like. And I get to look at other people and what they're up to for inspiration. But I also think this is a trial and error and creating something that works for each of us individually, because what I noticed would happen, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to do morning page. I, you know, I got to do morning pages. I have to do this. I have to get up and journal for, you know, three full pages. And like, I can barely put a coherent thought 
down in the morning. So all of this pressure I was putting on myself to do like three morning pages or, um, you know, I love the morning miracle. Like it's a great book. And I don't want to do all of that in the morning. That's, that is absolutely just the truth of it. So, and I kept thinking like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, this is what I should be doing in the morning. Someone told me I should do. <laughs> right? Like what the hell? So, um, and, and so I, I could feel always this resistance to it because it wasn't right for me. I am not a journaler. I am a verbal communicator, both how I listen, how I learn, you know, how I like to communicate. So why, it's crazy almost to think that journaling would be, especially three pages of it, would be the thing for me. So having said all of that, I have been really tweaking a morning routine and an evening routine for myself that one feels really really good for me. Mm -hmm. That feels like I can't even imagine a better way to start my day than how I start my day. And I, I, it's two hours of this indulgent, <laughs> pleasurable, nothing. Mm -hmm. And like, I am a doer, like I'm a human doing, <laughs> so, like I really lean into my being. So like, I like do, 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 do checklist, a productivity, get shit done. So like having this two hours of giving myself permission, first and foremost, because like that is absolutely my personality is that I give myself permission to do things <laughs> and like creating two hours of giving myself permission to, I get up and I open my curtains because I like my room is super dark. So I get some light in and I light a candle. That's, oh, do you do this, Megan? Like this has been such a, a game changer for me. And I feel like this is a really long answer to like a really short question, but like, <laughs> do you find, or have you done this, that like creating super joyful moments in your day that, you know, you can isolate and go, God, I light a candle and I'm, and in that moment, I'm like, I pick up my candle and I like smell it and it smells so good. And it just makes me happy. And then I light it. And like, it's like, I could do that being completely disconnected. I could just pick up my candle, light it and move on. But instead I just be fully present in that exact moment of my candle and realize how much joy it actually brings me. Yes. Do you notice I, that? I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think that for the longest time I was on autopilot. And yeah. so I, maybe I would do, do those things. I do those things in my day, like we all do. But now I've gotten like so intentional about, not always, because you know, I'm human and I do yeah. rush things, but um, I, I get like so intentional about doing these like super simple tasks because I've realized that it's those like really small, insignificant things that actually are bringing me the most joy in life. It's not these like huge epic things that we think are gonna like be the be all and end all. It's like the daily tiny little things that usually we don't even know we're doing, but if we get really intentional and like conscious about it, like lighting a candle, first thing. Yeah, I, I love it. And I've never really been able to like put words to that feeling. Um, but it's just like when you slow down and when you like get really present and like in touch with yourself, then you start to notice these like little things like, oh, this feels really good. Oh, like I should like actually like is, is like even making a cup of coffee. Oh, I was <laughs> the next example. I was, you guys should see me. I was going crazy. That's literally the next the next then one of the next things that I'm doing that I'm like fully present and like I feel honestly if me from five years ago sometimes I think this if me from five years ago heard me from today talking I would be like what is she talking about oh I think this all the time like I would have been rolling my eyes at myself <laughs> totally. I, I, I would have I would have been like talking to my friends about myself <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you smell the coffee grinds. Oh, like fairy fairy. Yeah, yes. I have, I have um, a frother, this like handheld electric frother. So I froth, I froth up like almond milk or macadamia nut milk. And I froth it, I heat it and froth it. And then I make my coffee. And it's like, it's like this extra step. And you know, most people be like, ah, oh, that takes too long, like screw it, it's too, but like, that's what I love about it is that it makes me slow down to really make myself a good cup of coffee. And like, I'm still using my Keurig, like I'm not grinding my own beans, but I've been able to take like a simple Keurig coffee and like level it up to a place where I feel like I'm indulging and just like enjoying this cup of coffee. Sister, okay. This is literally the story that I tell almost all of the time. So I'm gonna tell it really, I'll be super like laser quick about it. Um, I went to a friend's house and I stayed and she's, she's just a beautiful person. And she had this Nespresso, it's called like an aerator or something. And it's this machine that you put creamer into and you push the button <laughs> And it frosts it and it warms it mm. for you. And then you pour it into, like you use it for your coffee. And I like was obsessed with it. And I'm, and, and I'm like, it's a hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred freaking dollars for something to warm my milk. Like that's, or my creamer. Like that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then I started thinking, I'm like, but I really liked it. And, it, and then I'm like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm just going to, because I couldn't stop. Thinking. I was like, obsessed about this coffee frother this milk frother and I bought it and exactly same experience as you so like I get it I do my coffee I pour my milk in the frother and like I pour my frothed warm cream into my coffee and like I look at it every single morning and I just like it makes my heart so happy and it's so simple and you used a word and it's one of my favorite words is being intentional and like because like you and I like I know you for sure and me, me too like we have abundant abundant schedules so it's doesn't this doesn't take more time this isn't this isn't shit we're adding to our can I swear this isn't stuff we're adding to our calendar this is stuff we're already doing and but we're just in the moment we're just not thinking about the to-do list and what's next and the kids and the work and the husband and the dog and the house and the million other things. And we just say right here, right now, I'm putting this delicious, warm, frothy cream in my coffee and I, I love it. Yeah, it, it's so true. I'm just always looking at like these ways that I can just bring more joy and and like, if it feels good, I am just gonna keep on doing it. Like, it feels so good for me to spend like 10 minutes in the morning with my eyes closed. And I just like literally play out the day that I want to have in my head. And that feels so good. And I know that most, like a lot of women will be like, I don't have time, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time to create this space for myself. but you you do if you just decide to create this kind of space for yourself and i'm never gonna like play the card of well i'm busier than everyone else but it's it's not like we are not busy we are both parents like we 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 work we have our own business like we operate a house like we're all in the same boat as far as like you know things that we are responsible for but it's just it's just being intentional and realizing you can actually create some space for yourself and create these feelings. There's no reason why you cannot create these feelings with the things you already have in your home. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And I really like, I really love that thought because it's, a, it's the intentionality. It's creating what we have it. And I had another thought, but it's gone. So I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> And, and just being present to what we're up to, mm -hmm. um, you know, and the other things I really do for me in the mornings are just, um, I'll put on, I like, I just recently subscribed to YouTube premium, which it feels like, like, I don't want another $15 a month fee, but 
I like stream it to my TV and I'll put on Abraham Hicks, um, like meditations and stuff. And I, and that just streams for my two hours while I'm like, I wash my face and I brush my teeth. And then I like, like I like to wash my hands with special soap because it smells really good too. And then I sit in my favorite chair with my favorite little blanket and I have a journal that has prompts in it because to my point earlier no coherent sentences right so I just have to I read a question that I get to answer so that works really really good for me um and then I write down things I want like the top three things like I it's still productive based because that's also who I am who I am so you know three things I want to do that day but then I also do an appreciation exercise and I really love this because everyone's like, oh yeah, gratitude. I'm like, well, yes and no. I do gratitude at the end of the day, but I do my appreciation in the beginning of the day. And appreciation, you know Abraham Hicks, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the appreciation is everything that has no resistance or no barriers on it. So sometimes like I could be like grateful like, I'm so grateful for my husband or I'm gr- grateful for my kids. And sometimes they're also a pain in my butt. So there's still sometimes I can create like a, a feeling about it. But instead, appreciation is just like completely neutral. Like I appreciate my couch, like the chair I'm sitting in. I appreciate the blanket that I have because they don't usually piss me off. So. <laughs> You know, everything's always good with them. They're always there. They never give me a hard time about anything. (laughs) I love it. What is the journal that you use? Because I'm sure people will ask. Yeah, it's actually, it's the High Performance Planner by Brendan Bouchard. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, what I love most about it is that, um, so it's all morning prompts and it's like setting yourself up for the day. And like things to really think about. And then there's a set of evening prompts. Mm. And then we do like a weekly assessment. How is your week? And then monthly assessments as well. Um, There's a a time schedule, like it's called a planner. So there's like, it's not actually, I feel like it's more like it's called a planner, but I just use it more as a journal. And then there's like times in the middle for like planning your day which apparently his day ends at seven thirty, And I'm like, I got calls all the way up till 10 o'clock sometimes. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what you do, but seven thirty does not work for me. Brendan Bouchard. Thank you. <laughs> so I still use my passion planner for like planning, like my calendar. I use like, oh, this sounds like a lot now that I'm saying it out loud. I use my Google calendar because everything I like calls get auto booked as people book, like calls with me, like my clients and stuff gets auto booked into Google. So I use that for all my like meetings and then my passion planner, it's like more of time blocking. Mm-hmm. So when I'm like, these are the times and then I get to in my passion planner be like, here's some things I want to work on in my time blocks that I also put in my Google calendar. But the, the Brendan Bouchard planner is more the journal and I just use the space in the middle of the useless, in my opinion, the useless time schedule he has and I just journal stuff like I'll write my appreciation there or anything else that's coming up for me I just write in that space too so yeah and I mean you just make your own rules with this stuff you know I think too often someone would get that that planner that journal and and be like I don't I don't really know what I'm supposed to do well you can do whatever you want like you can make it whatever you want there's no rules there's no like you have to hand it in at the end of the year and someone's going to grade it and mark it. Like nobody's even going to look at it. You can do what you want. And I just love that. So, Completely. Um, well, I, that's the giving myself permission thing too. Right. So like, that's where I said, like, it's this constant, I can give myself permission to not enjoy the, the calendar, like the, the time schedule and do something different. Like, like, like we women and I'm generalizing, I'm clear on that, but like, we really get to give ourselves permission. We live, we, have all these things set on us from society and then all of these internal structure that we create for ourselves. And I'm like, we don't need to get down this road of patriarchy and why women are playing small and all of that. Like we, we certainly could. I, like, I love that stuff too. Um, and ultimately the overarching thing is like, let's just give ourselves permission here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. So tell me like, tell me just like about you. Like, how did you, how did you sort of like get to where you are now? And, you know, even like, you don't have to go back super far, but just, just sort of what you were speaking about in your live video that I just totally stumbled upon, um, about, you know, knowing that you wanted to leave your corporate job and you wanted to be at home, but like, what did that process look like? And, and, you know, you really said some things that just like hit me that I knew I wanted to reach out to you because you kept, you kept referring to the fact that, you know, you were exactly where you were supposed to be. And instead of like, if you, if you were meant to have quit your job six months ago, you would have quit your job six months ago. And it, it, I actually did a podcast episode a few weeks ago, all about like being the egg. I don't know. Have you ever um, read the book Do Less by Kate Northrup? No. Okay. So the girlfriend keeps telling me to do it. Oh my gosh. It's so good. But the whole concept is called egg wisdom. And it's essentially about like the, the egg that we release every single month as women, we release an egg and it just like, hangs out it hangs out where it's supposed to hangs out and it sits there and it waits but at the same time it's not just waiting there doing nothing it's actually sending out a signal to like the potential sperm that are going to be coming and she's like i'm ready here i am the time is now like come and get me basically but she just sits there and she waits she does what she can on her end and she's not like running up and down the fallopian tubes, checking her phone, complaining, like, why isn't this happening now? They're supposed to be here. Um, I was ready last night. Nobody's here. Um, when is this going to happen? Like, what if it doesn't happen? Like, she doesn't do any of that. She just sits and she waits and she does what she can on her end, but then she just lets it go and, like, lets it go to the universe, right? And maybe the sperm come, maybe they don't. She doesn't care because the next month she's going to do the exact same thing. And I, I have to remind myself almost on the daily, I say to myself, Megan, be the egg, be the egg. You are the egg. Like I say it all the time. Like just be the egg, be the egg. And when you were talking about that, I was like, she was the egg. Like you just, yes. you didn't push the timeline. You just allowed things to unfold as they were meant to unfold. So if you just want to kind of go into that, I would love, love to hear that. Yeah. Well, and I'll like, it really started when I left my relationship 10 years ago and I'm not going to get into every detail between over the last 10 years in that timeline. And I was in, I was in therapy. It was an unhealthy relationship that I was walking out of. And I could have been in a lot of self beat up. I was in that relationship for 17 years, 10 of which we were married and we had we have two beautiful daughters and, you know, I used to be like, I'm so, I suck. I'm so stupid. What's wrong with me? And my therapist said, and we were doing Byron Katie. So if you don't already know Byron Katie, like look Byron Katie up. She's fun, one of my favorite personal development authors. I'm the very first one I personally was ever introduced to. So, but, so we're doing, so we we're doing Byron Katie and I was like, oh my God, I should have left. And she says to me, you left at the moment you were, you were to leave. Not a second sooner, not a second later. At that exact moment was the moment you were meant to leave. Why? Because that's what happened. And anything else, arguing about anything else is just arguing against reality. It's just arguing against what is. And it just is the quickest way to basically make yourself crazy. Those are my words, not hers. So I started you know, doing some personal development. That was my first intro to personal development 10 years ago. And about five years ago, I had desire in me, but I had no idea what that even actually meant because it was this feeling, it was this voice, it was this thought, and I couldn't understand what it was. And two things could have happened. I could have just been like ignoring that voice. We all have it. I don't care. Every single one of us does. I've learned that now. Yeah. I thought I was weird because <laughs> we don't talk about, we don't normally like, Hey, I got this voice. I don't like know what it's telling. I don't actually know what it's telling me. I don't even actually know where it's coming from. It's just, there's something in me that I can't explain. I like to call it, I refer to it as my knowing now, but I had this knowing and 
I, it actually annoys me that I still can't really articulate it. And I certainly couldn't articulate it five years ago. But that knowing what I know about that knowing was like, it was telling me and the moments I was craving community desperately. And I was craving community that I could be like, hey, what about this knowing? You guys got a knowing? <laughs> What's going on? So like really looking for like-minded people. So that was always just driving me. And it was starting to lay the foundation of everything that I, I was up to has brought me to this point perfectly. You know, the people whose paths I crossed, the, the, the development that I was doing. And I could look back and be like, wow, I was kind of all over the map. And it was so perfect because each step I took not each step I took scared, terrified, each step I took not knowing what I was doing as I was building my business, you know, and even the, the retreat that we met at, I was talking to Heather who was hosting it. And I'm like, can I just like, what if I just showed up? And she's like, yeah, just show up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like the boldness of just like inviting myself, um, I was going to be in the area. I'm like, I'll just come by. You know, so all of those steps, like leading up to that point. Um, so about three, I can't remember exactly, about three years ago, my daughter had locked herself out of the house and I was at work. And I've been at this corporate job for 20 years and I've, it's, it has created the life that I lead now. I'm incredibly grateful for it. It supported me through my divorce and I was able to, to create my own income. I was, I could be independent. One of my core values now that I know is like independence and freedom, mm. like big time. So like, I'm always striving for that, always. So I had that. So I was able to leave my marriage. I was able to do those things. So I had locked, my daughter had locked herself out and I was driving to go get her. And I'm like, I think I want to, I don't want to have to do this again. I want to be home. And it was, this is a theme too. I had to give, I actually couldn't even have thought that thought until that moment that I had thought it. And what I mean by that is like, I couldn't even fathom leaving my corporate job up until that moment. Because I'm like, you, you don't, I work like, it's the joke. I work for Disney. I don't, not literally for Disney world, but like I had on paper, the best job that people could possibly want. So how dare I want more? Mm -hmm. How dare you want more than what you have? Like you have a great, and actually this is the same thought I had when I left my marriage. It's like, you're married, you have a career, you have children, you have a house, you have a car, you have a dog for crying out loud. Like, why do you want more? And it was in that moment I gave myself permission to entertain an idea of wanting more. But when that seed was planted, when that desire was rocketed out into the universe, like that was really the, that first time. And I, you know this, and I'll just art articulate it, is in the contrast of where we are, we we, the contrast creates our desire. And what that means is when I'm in a, living in something that doesn't feel good or feels like crates on me or that I don't want, it creates a desire of what I do want. So in that moment, I didn't want to have to leave my job to drive home to let my daughter in because I didn't want to be at the job. And that created the desire to want to be out of it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a, it's a scary, and I'm speaking for myself, but maybe you would agree. It's a scary realization realizing you want more yes like that that is scary and you know it's easy to just like stifle that and be like no 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 that's way that's too scary to think of wanting more or to doing something different it's like oh hell no that's too uncomfortable so i'm not going to even go there and what happens the second we think the thought, I want to quit my job, I want to do my own business, we don't sit in the what or the why, we jump into the how, and then we're already like spinning out because we're like, how am I going to do this? And how, 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 how? And to the exact point about the egg, she doesn't worry about how. Yes. 
she just knows her what and her why. Yes. And she lets go and surrenders. Surrenders my, like, my word. And she just surrenders the how. And trusts, and again, knowing, knows. She just has to take one step. Her one step was, hey, I'm, here I am in the tube. (laughs) You know, here I am coming down. (laughs) Here I am sending out a, a signal. And then each step, and I believe this in my core now, um, I resist it sometimes, but it's like the one step and like shows you the next. Mm-hmm. And then you take that step and it, and it, the next step really unfolds for you. So it's, so giving myself permission, oh my God, I can't believe I, who am I <laughs> to even want to leave such a great company? And it's a great company. I don't have a bad thing to say about it. Um, but the, what was happening was, so then I started my own business. I was a health and wellness coach and uh, transitioned into life coaching and mindset coaching. I started a local meetup, a uh, monthly women's meetup where it's like an empowerment group where we share stories and lift each other up. And, you know, the story of the one is the story of the collective. And it's just feels where we just don't feel alone. And we can, I can sit there and say, I had this knowing and everyone's like, yes me too thank you for saying that I don't feel like I'm the only person you know I love storytelling and that unfolded and then all the women that were coming wanted businesses so I really transitioned into business coaching about two years ago and so every step is was perfect and I didn't know it at the time and I fought and resisted and and argued and pushed and um so then I set, I set that rocket out and the intention to leave my job. And then I got to work on like on my business and I started, I was working my business and there was always so much what I'll, I know I've said resistance. So like resistance for me, and actually this is a question I would love for you, to hear from you too. So like when I think about resistance, so I could say, um, let me think of a, of a true story, a true statement. I, I, it probably is true. I could say I want a million dollars. I want to have a million dollars. Like, let's say that's my, that's what I want. And if I get really quiet and like I sit and I like let my shoulders down and I close my eyes and I touch into my body, like I tap into my body, I feel a pit in my stomach or resistance around a million dollars. And they're, you know, how can you feel resistance? But trust me, you, if you don't have it, you feel resistance to it because you're like, how am I going to get it? What is that? So like resistance for me is like a pit in my stomach and I check in. And if, if I have resistance to a thought, I, I let it go. Do you, does that, do you, do you have that too? Yeah, I have it. And I, I always like feel it kind of in my shoulders and like up into like my jaw. And it's always like this brain swirl, like, like my thoughts, like it actually happened yesterday. It happened yesterday and and I was like so aware of it because I'm getting really aware of it. And it was like brain swirling thoughts going all over the place, like electrical impulses. Oh my gosh, I like somebody's at work. Um, and it just like felt like not so good. And that is like my sign of like, okay, just like stop, like stop, 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 stop. Cause you're not going to get any clarity. You're not going to get anything done or figured out by sitting in this space like the thoughts swirling like I'm just always thinking 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 and that's where I really really feel it is like from like my shoulders up to like my head basically yes thank you and I I love that it's different for you but yeah it is electrical impulses I do feel like I do feel that sensation too and so when I feel resistance to something I like now I'm like better at letting it go but sometimes it's like the more resistance we feel like it just builds and gets bigger you know so I always had resistance to quitting my job because of all of the stories that I've had about people don't leave and what if I fail and what if what if what if what if so all that resistance would build up for me in my body from uh, with my own business so and at all throughout the time, the more I worked my business, the more I wanted to be in my business and the less I wanted to be in my corporate job. And it was, then it was kind of this equal resistance. <laughs> I was in a place of equal resistance to both my business and my job for a little bit. 
And it was making me really miserable because I was just showing up like, I don't want to go to work. And I don't want to do it. You know, I was showing up really in struggle with both of those things. Like, I don't want to do either. I want to do both. I didn't want, you know, it was just all of like a mind F really was happening. So like last year I hosted a women's conference. So it was a, it was out of my big vision. It was like the, it was incredible. It was just, I don't even have words. It was so amazing. And women came, flew in to speak and women flew in to attend. And they, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. And then I had friends over for the weekend and I had the best weekend. And like two days later, I went back to work. And then I was like, oh my, I can't, I'm done. I was done. I was, I knew I was done. So then it was like, quit, 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 quit. So I was pushing, quitting. And I'm like, I can't quit. I can't, like, I was just having all, like, I was, it was still, it was still not right for me. And what I got really clear on in probably in May. So in January, um, I was, I was working with someone and I was feeling a lot of pressure to quit my job. Like, if you don't quit, you're not committed. I'm like, but I am committed. And then it was creating resistance still, you know, because it was the story that I'm not committed if I don't quit, which wasn't true because I've been building, working my business for three years committed. So I had a really powerful conversation with one of my dear friends and she's like, what are you afraid of? What's the fear? I'm like, I don't have one. I'm not afraid. I know and ultimately I know like if I make a run for my business and my business bumps, I'll get another job. Like I'm not going to be without a job. Like I, that wasn't the thought. Um, and, and so it was all building. So I was really leaning into my practices of man art, my any manifestation practice. And I don't need to get into a ton of what that is like. Check out Abraham Hicks. It's, it's woo woo, especially if you're not used to it, but the more you listen to it, the more it starts to make sense and the more you'll hear different things. So I was like really, really leaning into that. I was leaning into my self-care. I was leaning into my morning routine. I was leaning into exactly how we started this conversation of creating joy in, in every moment I possibly could. And as I was doing that, I was releasing resistance and releasing resistance and releasing resistance. And I had a call with my coach and I said, I'm done. I'm done resisting this. I'm done resisting where I'm at. I'm done. I'm done resisting where I should be and where I think I should be. And all of these thoughts that I was having, because it was all, it was felt like it was really kind of starting to come to this head. She's like, okay, well, how, how are you going to do that? And I said, I'm just going to be grateful for where I am and remind myself that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And it was powerful because if I was supposed to, it's like my marriage, it was that same thought. If I was supposed to have quit my job, I would have. I know I would have. So something is keeping me from quitting. So let it go. So just be. And then my next thought was like, and how can I create maximum joy every single day here where I'm at because what I was doing, I was just resisting everything. So there, I wasn't, I was struggling to create the joy because I was like, I shouldn't be here. Well, guess what? I am here. So sitting here telling me myself, I shouldn't be here is absolutely fighting with the reality of what was happening that here I am, <laughs> you know? So I released it and I surrendered. And how do you do that? You just choose it. I know. And that sounds obnoxious. I'm clear. That's as obnoxious as I've hopefully sounded this entire time. <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense. I just, I like breathed into it and I just, I just chose, I made a choice and I let go of my resistance. And I said, I, so I choose to be present. I choose to be fully here and accepting that I'm meant to be right here right now. And we had the conversation and then um, we had a follow-up conversation. So this was like Saturday. And then on, like, on the Tuesday, we talked and she's like, how's it going? I'm like, amazing. When I chose on Saturday, I started being intentional with how I was being. 
And on Tuesday, I'm like, I feel great. I'm really actually, now that I changed my perspective, I was excited about what was happening in my corporate job. I was excited about what was happening in my, every, everything was exciting. And then on Thursday, my, like the, the corp, the corporate job, the corporation I work for offer, sent an email to everyone saying, Hey, if you want a voluntary severance to leave early to leave, we're doing this. You get to apply for it. And in fact, I would say that they also said, or you could work part-time or you could take a, a, a temporary leave of absence. And I'm like, gosh, smorgasbord. Like as soon as I released it and I released that resistance and I was where I was, the universe said, what do you actually want to do? Yes. Here's all the choices you could possibly want. Oh, I love that. And I bawled. I sobbed. I literally was sobbing. Yeah. I like, I hope that people listening are like really hearing this, like the magic of this story and how powerful it is to just like release like all of that how and who and like all of it and just like realize that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And, and something that I always say to myself too is like, my success is inevitable my success is inevitable. And if I just keep going and I don't like push too hard, like if I don't, you know, if something's not feeling right, cause I've, I've been, I've been in situations where I've like made something happen that wasn't supposed to happen and it didn't feel right doing it. It didn't feel right when it was done and it didn't work out. Like, and if you just like go along the path that is like, keeps like, brick by brick keeps laying out in front of you. Like I can visualize that. Like, Oh, I take a step. Oh, look, there's another brick. Okay. I'll go. I'll step here. Oh, look, there's another one. Okay. I'll step here. You can't actually see the entire path. You can't see the end where you're going, but it's like, Oh, look, another one. Oh, another one, like little breadcrumbs. And you know, I fully believe that even me seeing your live video was like, Oh, a here's a little stepping stone. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to reach out to her. And it's like, I just keep like being so open to these little breadcrumbs and bricks in my, in front of me and stepping on them and then seeing, okay, now what, now what, now what? And I think that's exactly what you did. And you just allowed yourself to be exactly where you were supposed to be. And then, and it's like the universe is like, Oh, now you're ready now you're ready for what you've been wanting and i i have this happen to me a lot recently like i think that the power of manifestation is like i feel like i'm just starting to get into it and it's been something that i've been trying to do for like a year but i haven't seen any results with it until recently, like until probably the last, like, until you stopped trying and also I, I be- really believe that, um, our thoughts that we are having like today, for instance, are creating our reality tomorrow and, or, or the next day or the next week or the next month or the next year. But in, instead we get hung up in the, like, well, I, I want this thing. I want, I want a new career or I want a million dollars or like I want a new car. And then we're like, well, that didn't work. It didn't come today. Well, it's not, it's not going to, because what happens today is actually what you were manifesting three days ago, three months ago, three years ago, or yesterday. And it's like, what, what your, your thoughts today are designing your future, not designing today. Completely. And like the power of recognizing resistance to thoughts, because the more resistance you have to them, the further away they are. You're creating, I think about it like this, like a, like a ladder, like I'm here and what I want is up the ladder, you know, on this, on a rung. And I think about it and I, and I have resistance, whatever that looks like, because there's still resistance to it. And if there's resistance to it, it's like the cartoon ladder, like scooching up further and further away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is not the right word. Uh, I won't say the discipline, but like the act or the, the action 
is in the releasing of the resistance to what you want, which also sounds woo-woo, but it's also this really important notice because, you know, this is actually a really good example. Like, let's say I had a dream about someone I went to high school with last night. I woke up this morning, I'm like, wow, I haven't thought about that person in 10 years. That's so strange. And you let it go. You have zero resistance to it. It doesn't even actually register for you. And you always run into them like the next day or you see their post on Facebook and you're like, I haven't seen or from this person, all of a sudden their post, like their post is on Facebook because you manifested it because you thought of them for whatever reason, doesn't matter. And you had no resistance to that thought. So you ran into them in the grocery store or you saw their post on Facebook because mm -hmm. it was a completely unresisted thought. Mm -hmm. But the resistance is all the shit that we tie into it all the feelings and emotions and the how and the should. That was, a, that was one thing you were like, oh, we put all this sh like ugh, shoulds on ourselves, you know, and how do we start to release all of that stuff and just be the egg and just, because she's not shitting on herself at all. She's like, oh, maybe I should be a better egg. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, you know, I think this like really ties into what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, because you know, in order to release resistance like this, like in order to, to have this happen and, and to like lean in and just allow things to unfold as they're supposed to and release the resistance and, and like, just be, be exactly where you're supposed to be. The only way that you can do that, in my opinion, is if you begin to create space for yourself. Because if you That's are, it. if you are waking up and you're flying out of bed with your phone in your hand and your house is chaotic and you're just like, go, 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 go. Now we're late. Oh my gosh. The kids aren't listening to me. The house is a disaster. I'm pissed off at my husband and the dog ate my flip flop. And like now, now I just spill coffee all over myself and oh my gosh, this always happens to me. And if that is how you're going about your day from morning till night in this like victim mode and this like, I don't have any time for myself and poor me, I'm the victim, pity party central. You, you, can't, even, you can't even start to manifest. You're manifesting a completely opposite life that you wanna be living. So it, <laughs> like you, it's not like now all of a sudden if you're listening to this and you're like, ooh, this sounds great, okay. I'm going to just like start thinking about all the things I want. Well, in order to do that and in order to get clarity, you've got to create space for yourself. And that's not going to happen overnight because there's a lot of work to do before you can get there. And I've been like five, five years or so, but really it's been in the last like two years that I've been super committed to my personal growth. It's so it's taken me two years. Mm -hmm. It, it, like it's such a process it's such a, a it's a it's work it's it's work it's a muscle you, you're not going to I mean I know this is you people like that your health as is the example you're not going to create a body or build muscle by not working it by thinking about working it or wanting to work it or hoping to work it you build muscle by like working it and like flexing the muscle and personal development, manifestation, creating time, flipping the script of being a victim to being responsible is a muscle, an internal muscle you get to start to work. Because someone's like, but why do I always think the negative thoughts? Because that's what you've been doing for this long. And if you want to really flip the script and it's 100% possible, 100%, if you, once you flip it, you just don't shower once and then you smell good. You know, you get to shower every day, just like you get to shower, you get to shower every day. You get to shower every day, just like you get to think a negative thought, interrupt, interrupt that thought and say like, what's the responsible thought here? And then create stories around that instead. Um, yeah, and the, the one thing I will say, and we didn't talk about it and like, again, it's a whole other episode and, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how long we've been chatting. It's just been, yeah, it's been flying by. And like the first thought is the clutter. The first 
the very first step in every single manifestation book that you're going to read is about clearing. So like, I like to think about it as, and, and maybe you look at your house and you go, I don't even know where to start. And great. Start with a drawer, pick a drawer. I remember when, like in my marriage, my house was a disaster all the time because everything was, I felt like a disaster and I cleaned my bathroom and it was organized. I painted it and it was the only room in the house that was always clean. That's just a true story. That's, that's how it was. And every time I would go into that room and I would be in that room and I would feel light and open and I would lock the bathroom door. It was probably the only lockable door too. And like I'd sit and I had two small children and a husband and all of the things where I was totally in that victim mindset. But I knew because I've always had this optimistic side to me. I just knew I, when I was here, I felt good. When I was in this space, I felt like me, just me as the person, not as the mom or the wife or the career person. And so I would go into that room and I would create five minutes and I would breathe and I would feel good about it. And I have a friend who does this visualization and it's probably one of my favorite ones and I do it all the time. So like if you take your hand and you make it into a fist, like this is your, this is what you're hanging on to. This is what, this is resistance. This is the clutter. This is the emotional clutter and the physical clutter and what we're like, we won't let go of. And when you have a closed fist and you let go of something, whether it's physical, whether it's like letting go of a job or a relationship, you have an open hand. And that's the only way to receive. Mm. Because when your fist is closed, you can't receive anything. Yeah. So just like man, it's like manifest everything. I use that example for so many things. So like, what are you going to open your fist? Like, what are you letting go of? What are you going to open your fist of? Because you have to create space in order to welcome in something new. Mm, and whether it's time space, which I know it is for a lot of us. Yes. The universe can't send you something if you don't. And if you're that busy, it's probably sending you tons of stuff and you are just so busy and not present and not intentional that you don't even, you're not even noticing it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true too. Yeah. I love that. And I think like, um, you were kind of talking about your bathroom and I think a great, a great place for, for women to start if they're, if they're like feeling pulled to lean into some of this, because, you know, five years ago, I was that person who was in victim mode, go, 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 kind of pissed off and irritable all day long. Resentful. I was so like my word was resentful. Yeah, I I that one a lot too. I was very resentful to my children, um, resentful to my husband because everything that was happening to me was everyone else's fault, and nothing terrible was happening to me. I just mean I was so tired. I never could get time alone. I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do. Um, You know, I could never get the kitchen clean enough. There was always crumbs, and I was constantly feeding and changing diapers. Like. I was just like in that place of like, oh, and what else is, oh yeah, of course. And no, now this happened and well, of course it is. Nothing ever good comes, nothing good comes my way and nothing ever works out for me. That was my mindset. And I think if you're, so if you're there, if that's where you're at right now, there is nothing wrong with that. Cause again, I think you're just supposed to be, you are supposed to be right there, but you're also supposed to be in the contrast. Yeah, but it's in the contrast because it's in those spaces that you're launching what you want. Yes. So it's in those contrasts that you're like, Elizabeth Gilbert does this amazing article. I have it saved in my face. It's called Not This, but it's like I the know, Not This. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yes. Um, I should like link that in the show notes because it's really good. Um. And, and I think that, I think if that's where you're at, the one thing you can do, which I believe is going to make a huge difference and is like your first little stepping stone is to find a place in your home that you can call your own. Yes. And I don't care if it's like a corner or a closet 
like, or your bathtub and like whatever, but it has to be a place where it is your, like you call it and make that really clear to your family and just be like this corner, y'all, that's my corner. Nobody touched this corner and just set some boundaries. And that is your place and put a pillow and a blanket and get a good book and put it there and get a journal and maybe a candle or a diffuser. Like, even if it is seriously like a three by three space, like, I don't even really know how big that is, but just like a square for you to land your butt on and call your own. And I don't, I don't care if it's in the kitchen, the living room, your bedroom, your child's nursery, wherever, but you need a space where you can go that feels so good. And the moment that I created a space for myself and for the longest time, that space was on our couch, but it was at 5am when nobody else was in that room. And that was my space. And I would set it up the night before with my books, um, my water, a journal, a blanket, and I would have like the lights dimmed and that was my space and it felt so good. And that was my first glimpse into like, oh my gosh, I, I can feel really good in my own life. I can feel really good in my own home, even though nothing really ha has changed. And that was like the, that was my first little brick I laid out in front of me. And then it was like, okay, well, what else could I do? And then it was just one more thing. And that was five years ago that I did that. So you have to be prepared that it's like, you're, it's just like one more layer, one more layer, one more layer until you get to a point where maybe you listen to this episode and you're like, I know exactly what they're talking about. Because when I was at that retreat two years ago and people were having these kinds of conversations, I felt like an outsider because I did not understand what was happening. I didn't understand the words, the terminology. I didn't understand how people were thinking the way that they were thinking. And what do you mean be where you are and, and the universe is giving you what you need. Like, I was like, what are they smoking? <laughs> I have no idea what's yeah. happening. And so if you're listening to this thinking that way, that's okay. This is just a breadcrumb. And one day I believe that you will get to this point where this episode will make complete sense. But like, let's be super clear. If you're, if you're in that space and you're listening to the episode, you have that knowing, yes. you have that knowing in you, you know, there's something you're meant for something bigger, yes. you know? And so like, if anything, you know, celebrate this and celebrate yourself and going, there's something else. And, you know, not in like, don't start with the like, but, 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 but like, just celebrating yourself right here and right now and that you're listening to this and like that there's a next step for you and you just have to take one at a time to your point yeah okay so you you quit your job and now you're like two weeks in of this like this life that you get to design and create um so what what is it that you do and how do you help women and and if somebody was looking to get more of you what would that look like? Yeah, for thanks for asking. I'm uh, so I like to call myself a transformational business coach for women, and ultimately, what that means is women come to me when they're launching a brand new business or they're ready to up level or scale their existing business. And what I do is we do uh, goals and business strategy depending on where they're at. And mostly we do mindset coaching and limiting belief block removal. <laughs> so, because strategy is truly is easy. I mean, strategy is just like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And you you get strategy on paper. You're like, yeah, this is how I build my business. Great. I just post every day on social media and I reach out to people and I have conversations with people and I approach people to be on their podcast easy, right? And when we start to take the action, all of our limiting beliefs come up and all of our, you know, you can't do this. And who do you think you are? And then all of a sudden we're, we're like, the strategy says post every day on social media. And we've posted once in two weeks. And then what happens is we beat the ever loving crap out of ourselves, And like, I suck. I'm a failure. I knew I wasn't meant to be in this. And all that's stopping you is a, is a 
I'm swearing again, bullshit belief, complete crap that of who, not who you truly, who the truth about you. Just something that you've picked up along the way. Usually someone else's belief <laughs> that you picked up along the way. And you're like, well, what's my belief? Well, that's what we uncover. That's what we really dig into is what are these beliefs? How are they holding you back? And what do you get to do about it? And how do you start to, and I, I always think of it as like a big, like Christmas lights. You've seen Christmas vacation, like the, the ball of Christmas lights. Like that, those are your beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're usually really tangled. So uh, we untangle them together. And as we untangle those beliefs, you start to take action and that's how you grow the business. And that's, you know, and that's how you really work strategy. Also too, like business is not a silo. I, sometimes I wish it was. And it is, yes, it is not. So when you are having a struggle, let's say in your relationships or with your health or, you know, with, you know, your own personal development, and you're out of integrity in another area of your life, it, whether we like it or not, it affects how we show up in business. So it's holistic coaching too, because actually I had a conversation just recently where we're talking about someone's child. And like we spent our coaching session, our business coaching session, talking about their, like their relationship with their child. Well, and didn't, once we untangled that belief, she was taking action in her business, mm -hmm. of course. Because like, whether we want to believe it, we're a whole person <laughs> and our whole life affects every other area of it. Um, so I work one-on-one -on -one with people and I'm actually working right now. Um, I'm giving myself a break, which is not normal for me. <laughs> I am a bit of a workaholic. And I mean, like reality is I've been working like two quote unquote, two jobs for five years. So it's uncomfortable for me to not be going at the pace I've been going for so long. Um, so I'm kind of breathing for July. I mean, always doing work and like taking a bit of a breather with working, like having weekends off and nights off and like working one job instead of two. And, but um, really laying foundational work to launch a, a mastermind in September, a six month business mastermind for women who want to up level their, their business uh, for 2021. And so it'll be, a, it's a six month, it's a six month group. So how, how it really works is like, I have a free um, Amplify Your Life and Business group and we talk about all the things in there. Um, and then I just have a conversation with, with women who are interested and we see that it gets to be a good fit. It gets to be a good fit for you with me and you with you because it's really, we get to trust each other and really be able to, I get to say, I'm calling you out on your bullshit. And you get to say, no, Jessica, I don't agree with this, you know? So, you know, it gets to be that type of relationship in the coaching of it where it gets, well, you know, it's uncomfortable and you get to trust and going like, I'm giving you feedback because I do love you. And I see you, this is a gift of, I mean, most people, but it's definitely my gift is like, I see you in your highest potential, even if you don't. Hmm. And I support you and work with you to get you where I, where you can be for sure. Oh, I love it. So where can people find you? And um, I'll put everything in the show notes too. Yeah. Like I'm like, Facebook is probably my comfort zone. That makes me feel like I'm old also. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I'm revamping my website right now, but it's jessicabrell.com. Um, but it's Jessica Brell on Facebook and like, send me a friend request and like, you can see what I'm up to. You can watch that video. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's actually, I, I can acknowledge it's pretty good. It is. <laughs> and I, I really do recommend everybody watch it. And I love that it wasn't, it wasn't even filmed with you being like, okay, I'm going to do this live video, make sure everything's perfect. Like you were, you were in the forest sweating, like visibly sweating. Like and you were like short of breath and like it, it was it was so perfect and i think that's what made me really stop and listen it, it was like whoa what's what she got to say like this i don't know i don't know what made me watch it. it i don't often watch stuff on on social like i just i do my thing i get in and i get out um but yeah i'm just so I'm glad so you, i'm so glad you did 
I, I loved our, I love, I've been loving our conversations up until now. I'm loving this conversation. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I am too. And it's one of those things, like, I swear I could have you, I'm like already thinking like, oh my gosh, we should do like an Instagram live. Um, like there's just, there's so much more that we could go into. Like there's so many avenues that we could take this conversation. Um, totally. you know, yeah, unfortunately, you know, just because I feel like we have been chatting for quite a while now. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that you want to just say that you have like burning on you to just be like, I need to say this out loud. You know, like two things come up is like, if every woman could trust themselves, you are like, I'm going to get them out. Like you are so powerful. And like, what would it look like to just like, that knowing and that trusting and just trust that every step you take is right. Every step is the right step. No doubting yourself, owning your power. And like, like that is literally the world I want to live in. Like powerful, like women who own everything about themselves and trust themselves because then we can trust other people. And the other thing we're, we're, I was just talking about this last night, so it's pretty present. Is like, what's a, like one risk you can take today? Because knowing if you take a moment and look back at all the risks you've taken that have worked out, how rich your life is because of that. And all the risks that you took that didn't work out, all the beautiful lessons that you've learned. Mm -hmm. So like, trust yourself and take a risk. Ah, that sounds good. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> perfect way to end this conversation. Thank you so much for taking your time and, um, and just doing this call with me, this conversation. And I appreciate it so much. Of course. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Megan. I, I mean, I could do this all day. So until next time. Yes. Agree.